They say love is a beautiful thing. And when you've found love, keep it. Yes, and also this season, right from February, the month of February, the month of love, we've been on the topic, the love of God. I have a question for us today. Have you found the love of God? Have you found it? Has this season been able to bring you to an understanding of the love of God? You are welcome to Heart Expressions with Vicky. If you are new here, I warmly welcome you. This is a podcast where we address topics, life topics, and um, have a positive mindset and approach to those episodes to those topics as they play out in our life rather so you are warmly welcome we had a lovely time in our live chats with a special guest a very very special guest and the person of mommy b we call her fondly call her mommy b but she's a pastor she's a wife of pastor tunji akiola the senior pastor of the International House of His Presence. She is Mommy Bola Akiola, but we fondly call her Mommy B. So we had a lovely time, a lovely live session with her on the Zoom platform. And I want to sincerely apologize that it was meant to be recorded and forwarded straight up to this um, podcast, but in in the course of this interview we lost the recording and i'm sincerely sorry for that i tried to search out the recording there was no way i could get it i couldn't even find where it was stored in and i sincerely apologize that i've not been able to post the record, recorded version but i'm going to give a recap on everything she said she spoke so well in fact the way the 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 session the interview session went was not the way i expected like i was so blessed i was so so blessed and everyone who participated in that interview session oh it was a lovely time time out with mommy b so i'll just give a recap on all the goodies that she you know blessed us with on that faithful day the first thing she said about the love of god which i have never forgotten after that day is that the love of god is acceptance to her it means acceptance that god accepts me the way i am and he doesn't love me based on what i do what I don't do, how I keep my life, how I don't keep my life, how I pattern my life according to his will. His love for me is complete, genuine acceptance of me, of who I am. First, that is the love of God. Acceptance. It's not based on, um, the acceptance is not based on a particular criteria or a particular requirement. It's just a complete acceptance of my person, my personality, 
and the life that I live on earth. That is why the love of God has nothing, really has nothing to do with whether we are Christians or not. He loves us irrespective of. His love for us is just there. It is constant. And to me, that, that was like the, 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 the benchmark. Should I say the, the um, high notes? Let me use that word. That was just it for me. God accepts me for who I am. He's, even though, yes, being with God changes us, right? Being with God transforms us. There's always a transformation in our lives when we meet Christ. But the love of God has nothing to do with whether we get transformed or not. It is just there. He just accepts me for who I am. The way he accepts me is the way he accepts you. There's, there's, no, there's no standard. Yes, our standard is Jesus Christ. But the love of God is without a criteria. It is just constant. And then she spoke about her, um, how she came into a knowledge of the love of God. Um, she shared her experience when she was uh, led to Christ by a sister who came to her dormitory and hostel and was just talking about the love of God and she saw the enthusiasm, the way the sister so spoke about this love that she has never seen, she had never experienced, she never knew existed and after she gave her life to Christ, she was just, she just developed that knowledge of the love of God for her. And one wonderful thing I also learned from her, she said that she has never had doubts of God's love for her. She might have, she might have had to question because of life's experiences, but to doubt his love, she has never had such doubts of the truth that she's loved by God, irrespective of whatever life situations or challenges she may have been facing or she may be facing. And that struck me a lot. And then I also, um, there was a question through the, um, through the course of the interview, there was a question, it was a very like personal question because sometimes I then, Prior to the interview, I always believed that, you know, we have to confess that God loves us too. We have to bring ourselves to believing that God loves us. Like a daily confession, oh, I am loved by God. Even when you wake up in the morning and you don't feel like it, you have to, I have to tell myself, I, 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 I hope you're actually understanding where I'm at, driving at. Like I have to tell myself, God loves me. I am loved by God. And even if my feelings are not saying so, I have to force myself to believe that God loves me. Even whether I have eaten or not, I still have to force myself to believe that. That was somehow the belief I had. So I, I, I threw the question to her and oh her answer her answer was was like a should I say lifesaver actually. She just said the love of God is a knowing. It's a knowledge, it's a knowing thing. 
It is not a doing thing or an acting thing or should I say like um, forcing oneself to believe that God loves us. But there's a knowing and then she related this love with her, um, with the love her husband has for her. That's Pastor Twenty, by the way. And she was, she knows her husband loves her. She doesn't have to wake up in the morning every day and tell herself, oh, my husband loves me, oh, my husband loves me, or quests, or like, um, say words that mm, somehow doubts that his love for her, he loves her and his love for her is actually real. It's a knowing, irrespective of um, every day, every day in her life. It is not that um, the marriage has not had challenges on this one, but she has come to the knowing that her husband loves her. He loves her in the day, he loves her at night. She doesn't have to constantly remind herself that he loves her or meet him every time and like, do you love me? Do you love me? She just knows and she has, she rests in that knowledge that her husband loves her. And it really, it really was it for me. Another thing she said that just struck me. We have to come to that knowing. It's a knowing, it's not, um, it's not an active word, like something we have to consciously remind ourselves over and over and over again that God loves us. No, it's a knowing. This and the knowing comes from within. It comes from within. When we come to that point, which I am still in that journey, you know, we've all had our different life's experiences. Um, I just. Um, to say this before I continue, we all, we've all had our lives, different lives experiences. And you know, the way God relates with us is different. And we need to allow God to relate with us, with us, not in the light of someone else, not in the, in the light or in, in the way we view his relationship with someone else is, God relates with us individually. He relates with us based on a whole lot of factors, background, childhood experiences, life's experiences, environment. So there are different ways he relates with us. But he makes it an individual experience. My experience with God is an individual one. Same with yours. So... We just need to allow ourselves, okay, as God continues to transform us and, you know, work in us and relate with us, we need to allow God, allow ourselves and allow God to work with us the way he wants to, not subconsciously placing ourselves in the light of someone else. Okay, so, just had to say that. She, Monbi, has come to this knowing where she just knows she's loved by God. It's not something she has to consciously remind herself or uh, maybe when faced with life issues, she's now, oh, does God love me? Yes, he loves me. Does God love me? Yes, he loves me. Like every day, we have to consciously um, 
how do I put it? Like, just this constant reminder, just like we keep reminders on our phones or activities we want to do. And then we're making it look like an activity where we, okay, I hold the Bible, I look at it, God loves me. I tell myself, Vicky, God loves you. Vicky, God loves you. Vicky, God loves you. I, today I feel fly, I feel high, like I am connected to the fact that God loves me. And then tomorrow I still hold the same verse and I look at it and I'm like, Vicky, God loves you. Vicky, God loves you. And then my emotions are not buying into the word no it's not like that we just have to get to the point where we know we know that he loves us we know that we are loved by God irrespective of because the love of God is not based on what we do the love of God is not based on how righteous we are or how righteous we try to be. God's love does not increase, neither does it decrease. His love is constant. We don't buy the love of God. We don't walk ourselves into the love of God. We, don't, we do nothing to end it. We cannot even end the love of God. We can't. We don't deserve this love. We cannot earn it. What can we do? The children of Israelites tried it. Like they tried keeping the laws. Then the, the, the Jews have all tried keeping the laws. And yet the law was not enough to save them. The blood of cows and goats was not enough. It is the love of God that brought salvation. For God so loved that He gave His Son. Out of the abundance of the love he has for us, he gave his son. So we cannot earn it. No matter how righteous we try to work ourselves into. So it is not, it's not based on whether we keep it right with God or not. His love for us is there. He just loves us. He loves us. He loves us. I say it again, God loves you. God loves me. I don't have to struggle to, you know, to keep, I don't even have to do anything to keep the love of God on me. I don't have to do anything to keep it. His love is there. His love is constant. In, in, at the peak of the mountain, down in the valley, his love is just there. I work, I do nothing to end the love. I do nothing to keep this love. I do not think to sustain the love of God. So it's just a knowing, a knowing that we have to bring ourselves to by the help of the Holy Spirit. Remember, the Holy Spirit guides us into all truth, one, and then he brings to our remembrance the things that have already been said. He helps us to understand them. So I believe that when we allow the, 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 the Holy Spirit to you know, help us see the scriptures the way God wants us to see it. You know, um, I can, I might read John 3.16 now. And you would be reading John 3.16 and someone else would be reading John 3.16. And three of us will get under, an understanding from that verse. And trust me, when I share mine, it will be totally different from the way you would share yours or the next person. Because the Holy Spirit interprets the scripture to us individually as pertaining our individual perception, mindset, level of understanding. There's so much. 
I'm not the Holy Spirit. But I'm just saying from personal experience. He interprets the scriptures for us individually. So I believe that this knowing can come to us when we allow the Holy Spirit to let us, help us understand the love of God for us individually so that you also can stand and say, yes, God loves me. I may be in the valley, but God loves me. I may have plenty to eat and drink and wear and share and dine and wine and enjoy myself. God loves me. I may not have that much today but god loves me it is not we're not i'm not walking myself into the love i'm doing nothing i cannot even do anything to keep the love of god his love for me is constant and then one other thing that mommy b said was that so as as the interview continued you know we said getting into the relationship talk especially for the ladies and there's something significant she said that every lady should know that they have the decision they have the right to choose also in a marriage and before getting married they have a right of choice they have the freedom of choice nobody should take away the ability or the 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 um the freedom that a lady has in choosing her spouse she he, she she somewhat hinted on this like she said this over and over again trying to get this point down to us that we have the right of choice Every lady should not think or should not believe that oh, because um, um, he has he has come and he has spoken and he has okay. Um, he, even if he comes with God said you are my wife and all that, and uh, maybe family is saying this, um, society is saying this, pressure, the pressure here and there. Every lady should still know that they have a place in making that choice. Because it's, two, it's a two-way thing. He is marrying her, she is marrying him. He is leaving his family to join with her for life. She is doing same. And she, this is me personally saying this, she even has more because she's not just giving him her life, she's giving him her, 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 her aspirations, you know, her purpose, her, her decision making which she had been doing on her own before the marriage so she's giving all that to him so she also has a right to make that choice and make that choice wisely especially with the help of the holy spirit that it's that is a non-negotiable it cannot be negotiated so we as ladies, we should choose. And her counsel to us was choose wisely. Make the choice. Nobody should take away that right of choice from us. No matter their level of influence. 
people can suggest yes people can say oh okay this i um okay i could be like oh i could meet my spiritual parents my parents my friends okay um special persons or prayer partners and be like okay is this guy please pray with me please pray with me and then i get things from all of them i should still know that I have the right to make that choice. And I still have to hear for myself. Because, and he always tells me that it's that conviction you have, that's what you hold on to when the, when the robber meets the rogue, when the going gets tough. When you have to start questioning if you've made the right choice, it is your own personal conviction you can stand on to. Because that's what you can take back to God and say, Oh, Father, I got this. You said this to me. Yes, people spoke, but I went to you and you said this to me. So, Father, why is this happening? What is going on? You know, and yes, and another thing she, she said was, because of her knowing and understanding of the love of God for her, to her, she comes boldly before him because she knows that he's her father. The way she approaches God as her father is the way she has learned or she has um, allowed herself over the years to approach God. We all have our different ways of approaching God. But... We still have to come boldly before him as our father. Come boldly. Come boldly with your questions. Come boldly with your fears. Come boldly with your with your um, anxieties. Come boldly with your thanksgiving. Come boldly with your worship. Come boldly with your praise. Come boldly with your tears if they are if that is the point where you are right now. Come boldly. Irrespective of wherever or whatever emotional, you know, however your emotions are, come boldly. God is not just worthy of the praises, worthy of the pain. He is worthy of that struggle. He's worthy of that joy. He's worthy of that thanksgiving. He is worthy of that tears. But we have to individually fight it. God wants to work with us individually. We have to find our own way of approaching God and approaching that way. Because he meets with us individually. In a church filled with one million people, if the Lord chooses to, he can meet this, um, this group of one million persons individually, in one million ways. He can do it. But we have to approach him individually, not using another person's standard. So, I think this is just like the highlights. She said a whole lot of things. But this is the highlight of everything that was said on that faithful day. And I am so grateful to God for having this live interview with her. We would try and work on the recording so we won't have this situation repeated again. 
Like I said, I sincerely apologize for that. But thank you for staying with me till the end of this episode. We have a brand new episode, a brand new season coming up. <laughs> that is in the month of April, and I promise you, it's going to be something worth your time. At it's as it's always worth your time. So please keep a date with us in the month of April, the first Friday in the month of April. Till then, do have a lovely weekend. Do have a, um, a praise-filled time. And do have a glorious day. God bless you.